0: Have you ever asked a young person how an adult shows respect to them? I have, and I can't wait to tell you what I learned. So let's go ahead and get started. Have you ever felt that we are losing young people to the world around them, and that they have already chosen to walk away from Jesus without even knowing him? And did you know that all young people are at risk for something? That's why I want to welcome you to the Jesus is My Hashtag podcast, where positive youth development and youth ministry intersect. I'm your host, Deb Schroeder. Join me weekly for encouragement, resources, and strategies to assist you in helping young people make Jesus their hashtag. In the last podcast episode, I shared five strategies to help cultivate an environment of respect with young people. If you missed it, go back and check out episode 47. When I talked about respect, it was coming from an adult perspective of what we needed to be doing and how we needed to engage young people. If you remember, these five strategies included sharing expectations, letting youth get to know you, showing patience and disciplining respectfully. Telling young people you value them and giving choices when possible. In today's episode, we are going to look at respect from the perspective of a young person. You might be wondering why or how that is different than what I have already shared. In my work with youth, I have seen how important being respected is to young people. In fact, in every role where I have served young people, including raising my own teens, the desire to be respected is a huge factor in the relationship that they build with adults. Not wanting to assume I knew what it meant for young people to feel respected, I took some time the past couple of weeks and I asked some teenagers how they know an adult is respecting them. The youth come from local high schools and middle schools, as well as from varied home environments. As I pored over their answers, I found that I could group them into six main categories. The first category includes all the nonverbals. For young people, these nonverbals include eye contact, smiling, tone, volume of our voice, and how they're spoken to. Don't think for a second that you can fool a young person with your body language. They get as much from this as they do from the words that you actually use. Young people want adults to look them in the eye when they're talking to them. That shows that they are valued and that they matter enough for you to put down what you are doing to look at them. Young people also want an adult to smile at them when they are talking to them. Just think what that does for you when someone smiles at you when you are having a conversation. It makes you feel good, like the other person is engaged in what you are saying. Youth also want us to talk without raising our voice. I told you last week that one of my rules when I sub is that I will not yell at a classroom. You would be amazed at how many youth are genuinely shocked in the schools that I don't yell at them. That plays a huge role in them feeling safe in them feeling like they can trust me. And it keeps a young person open to talking with you when you don't raise your voice. As a parent, this matters too. And I admit, I've failed at times. But when I am intentional about not raising my voice, about not yelling, it keeps the door open for healthy communication and it keeps the door open for growing our relationship. Another thing they shared, youth wanna be spoken to like they're an adult. Now, I don't know that they mean actually like an adult. I think what they were trying to get at is that they wanna be valued as an individual with their own ideas and opinions. They wanna be seen as a person, not a little kid. The second category of responses are all the verbals. This is specifically the words that we use. The phrase, be nice, talk to me, kept coming up. Young people are listening for the words that we say to them. They want them to be nice words and kind words. And from what I gather through the responses is that they want to be built up, not torn down. They want to hear encouraging words. They want you to say nice things to them and about them. I mean, just think about it for a second with me. If a young person thinks that you are only going to say unkind words, Why are they going to listen to you? Or if they think that you only say bad things about them to other people, they're not going to trust you and they're not going to want to engage with you. And youth are constantly tuned in to what we say and how we say it. From their perspective, this is where they begin to get a sense of whether or not we are respecting them. The third category is genuine interest. Young people want us to show a genuine interest in them, to genuinely care about them. They want us to ask how they are doing, to have informal, quick conversations with them at times. One young person specifically said that they want to be talked to like they weren't just some random kid. In other words, they want you to talk to them like they matter to you, like you know who they are. Young people also want us to answer their questions when they ask. Yes, there may be personal questions they ask or things that we can't really truly answer. But in those moments, they want us to be honest about that. They also want us to see good in them and not just assume bad things about them. Because when we have a genuine interest in someone, we more naturally seek to find those good things. When young people feel cared about, it makes them feel respected. For them, this goes hand in hand. And I believe when we can show genuine interest to young people, that it tells them that we respect them and we care about them, and that we want to keep building our relationship with them. The fourth category is listening. Every youth I asked mentioned listening in one way or another. This right there tells me how critical this is, and it makes me feel that so many of our young people feel unlistened to, unheard. Young people want us to listen patiently and to not hurry them along. They want us to give them time to say what they need to say. They need us to listen without getting mad, especially if they're brave enough to tell us something that we may not like. But more than just listening, young people want us to truly hear them, their thoughts, their opinions, and what they need from us. When we listen and listen well to young people, that makes them feel respected You might find this surprising, but not one young person told me that we needed to agree with them or tell them that they're right. They all just said that they wanted to be listened to. The fifth category is environment. When we are talking about a culture of respect, young people have some clear things that they want in that environment, and these were listed by so many of the youth. They want to be included and to feel that they are part of the group, the class, the family, or whatever the group is. This is that sense of belonging and membership that all young people need. When young people feel like we see them as a part of a group and we work intentionally to include them, they feel respected. In their eyes, this inclusion also means that we treat everyone equal in terms of valuing them. And young people do not want us to play favorites. In fact, every time I sub, whether it's in the middle school or high school, I often hear young people talking about how teachers have favorites. Young people don't want to feel slighted by us as caring adults, and when they do, that feels disrespectful to them. Another part of the environment includes our having respect for their privacy and space. Youth want to be able to have privacy and feel that something is their own. In part, this is truly about them feeling in control. They want to be able to share what they want to share when they're ready on their own timetable. And youth also need us to be willing to give them space at times to not communicate and not engage with us. Again, this makes them feel respected in part because it allows them that sense of control. As a parent, I know this can be hard. You may at times feel like you need to protect them or your home by crossing over the boundary of privacy. Trust me, I get that. But you need to be honest and talk with your teen about it. What privacy can you still give them? What would make it look different? And in terms of space, I think as a parent, this is difficult because as they pull away, we miss them. We still want to be involved in their life and hear about what they are thinking and doing. This too takes some negotiation to give them the space and still keep them engaged with you and your family. The sixth and final category is all about help. Young people want to know that we will help them when they need it, because that is a way that we can respect them. They want us to be willing to help when asked. And even if we don't do everything that they need or want, they just want to know that we tried our best. The majority of young people actually talked about adults helping them is a way that they feel respected. I imagine for some people that might be surprising that young people are looking for us to help them. I'm sure sometimes it feels like they don't want our help or they don't want to engage with us at times. But deep down, they want us to be willing to help and they want us to try to help them. That translates to respect to them, because if we are willing to give our time and energy to them, it must mean we care about them. Of everything I heard from the youth in their responses, the thing that struck me most was that they used the word nice over and over. Be nice to them. Talk nice to them. My first gut reaction is that not all young people are treated kindly by adults for them to say that respect means an adult is being nice to them. As I thought about this and I processed it a little more, I believe it is much more than that. As I always say, all young people are in the process of development and figuring out who they are and what they believe. They are creating their identity and what they portray out into the world. Since they are in development, and their identity is in development, their confidence in these things and in themselves can be a bit shaky. They are slowly planting their roots, and they need time for them to grow and take hold. I believe this idea of a caring adult being nice to them, it's really about young people knowing that they matter to someone. It's about someone else seeing value in them. Being spoken to nicely, being treated nicely, builds a person up. And when they experience a caring adult in this way, it makes them feel seen, valued, and of course, respected. And I will say that absolutely, there are some young people who do not hear kind words in their home environment or even in other environments. And even if a young person is acting out or behaving poorly, they still need to hear positive and loving things about themselves. One of our jobs, in fact, as a youth worker, is to fill in those gaps and say those things. We should be looking intently for kind words, appreciative words, encouraging words to pour over the young people in our lives. Because if we can do that, if we can be nice and talk nice to our youth, that translates to our saying, we care about them, which in turn translates to respect. As I think about what it means to respect a young person and what they are specifically looking for in terms of respect from me as an adult, I think it boils down to valuing them. And when I value a young person, it means that I know there is good in them and I see the good. It means that I know they can do different things and I truly believe they have the ability to be successful. It means that I care about them for who they are in that very moment. It doesn't mean I agree with everything they do or say, but it means I'm willing to show up time and time again and to keep caring about them. From a young person's perspective, all of those things feels like respect. And that makes a difference. As I read their responses to the question I had asked, I was curious if their answers would tie into the five strategies that I had shared last time for cultivating an environment of respect. And do you know what? They did. Sharing our expectations of young people communicates that we respect them. It shows that we are willing to spend time and invest in them and help them meet those expectations. Letting youth get to know you ties into building a relationship with youth that is grounded in a genuine interest in them. And showing patience and disciplining respectfully is something we do as caring adults because we care about them. The words we say and how we say them, that sends the message to youth that we value them and we respect them. And giving choices to youth ties into how we help them and how we engage them in making choices and making decisions about their own life. As a caring adult, regardless of the lens of respect that we look through, whether it's a youth lens or an adult lens, the bottom line is that we all wanna be valued and respected, regardless of our age, our experiences, or our circumstances. We don't have to keep score over who gave respect first or who gave more respect. We lead with an attitude that says we will respect young people because we value them and we care about them. Even if they haven't behaved in a way That truly earns our respect, we still need to be leading with that attitude that values a young person. If that's our attitude that's driving the bus, we are creating an environment of respect that young people will feel, and we will too. Now this next week, I want to encourage you to pick one of the categories I shared that the youth responses fell under. Then identify one way that you can focus on that. Pick one thing that you can do in the next week that will tell a young person that you respect them. And don't forget to join me next time on the Jesus Is My Hashtag podcast. Hey there, fellow youth workers. Thanks for tuning in today. Remember what Matthew 9.37 tells us, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. In other words, keep showing up and keep caring.